Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, too expensive for their tastes. Matthew was thirsty and sober. He had opted not to work that week, spending the days drinking instead. Come Saturday, his money had run out. All the yards worked a half day on Saturdays, and no one would be interested in employing him for that short of a time. No matter. He would pass by the yard at quitting time and catch some of his friends for a drink at midday. He and his brother Philip were there at the corner at noon. The men passed by a few at a time, leaving the yard. Each of them would politely smile and give a Good day, Matthew. Good day, Philip. But that was it. None of them stopped. And none of them invited the brothers for a drink. For every man it was the same. A pleasant enough greeting, but no invitation. After the last man passed, the brothers were silent. They knew that without their wages, their company was too expensive for their friends. None of them were very interested in paying to quench another alcoholic. Finally, Matthew turned to Philip and said, I'll go home. But it's too early for lunch, Philip replied. Matt only said, I'm going home. At the house, Matt sat silently in the kitchen while his mother fixed lunch. He ate lunch with the rest of his family. When they left, he remained behind. His mother also sat in silence. At last, he told her, I am going to take the pledge. I'm going to give up drink. His mother did not think much of this. This boy of hers had been drinking for the last 15 years of his life and had been away from the sacraments for the last three. Go in God's name, she said. But don't take it unless you're going to keep it. I will go in the name of God, he responded. He got up and headed out to the nearby college in search of a priest. Matthew went to confession, then he took the pledge for three months. He was not sure if he could stay away from alcohol for longer than that. As he headed home that evening, he made his plan for keeping the pledge. Matt knew that if he wanted to keep his pledge, 
that he needed to change his life. He could no longer keep company with men whom he knew would just take him to the bars. The next morning, Matt got up early and heard Mass before work. Then, after work, he returned to another church and prayed there until dinner time. After three months, he again took the pledge, this time for a year. Then, after the year was up, he took the pledge in perpetuity. Matt continued these practices of hearing Mass daily and praying for long hours for the rest of his life. This common laborer never married, and although he did become a third-order Franciscan, he never entered religious life. He simply spent his time and his meager resources for the glory of God, living a quiet and holy life. The few who knew Matt knew him to be a great advocate before God. It was only after his death that the full extent of his prayer life, mortifications, and charity were known. The formerly self-centered drunkard, who, by the grace of God, turned his life around and became a model of holiness. Venerable Matt Talbot And for this week, that's the word. When I think about Venerable Matt Talbot, I just think of how it is possible for someone to truly experience conversion in life. He is a modern figure, a holy man, lived in the 1800s and died in the early 1900s. And that if you really think about it, conversion is something we're all called to, and it does require making changes in one's life. He definitely took that to heart. We talked about in the story how when he took the pledge, the first thing he thought of is, how am I going to keep this pledge? What he does is he fills his life with God so he doesn't have any time for himself or for drink. So he goes to Mass every day. At one point when the very early morning Mass gets canceled at his local parish, he actually changes jobs to make sure that he can still go to daily Mass. He then, after Mass, he spends the evening in prayer Instead of going to bars, he makes sure that he is in the church there. He has a lot of struggles with this, but he has a plan for how he's going to keep away from drink, and he sticks to it. He then spends a lot of the night in prayer. He also practices mortification of the flesh. He sleeps on a board. He is said to have not taken a full meal for years and years and years, eating what he needs, but not enough to be full. And I think that's the important thing to keep in mind is he had a plan. He didn't have to make up this plan all on his own. Yes, he had to figure out what did he need to specifically work on in his life. But there are such rich treasures in the church from the lives of the saints and from the great spiritual works over the last 2,000 years that truly helped and guided him and can truly help and guide us. 
one of the authors that we know that he had familiarity with is a saint. And this is something that this saint wrote in one of his famous works. A moderate, slight hatred makes men dislike its object and avoid his society. But when a violent, mortal hatred exists, they not only abhor and shun the person who excites it, but they loathe him. They cannot endure the approach of his relations or connections, nor even his likeness or anything that concerns him. Just so, when a penitent only hates sin through a weakly, although real contrition, he will resolve to avoid overt acts of sin. But when his contrition is strong and hearty, he will not merely abhor sin, but every affection, every link, and tendency to sin. And I think we can say, John Peter, in the life of Venerable Matt Talbot, we see that lived out. Now it's trivia time. Last story's trivia question was, who was the Mercedes in Mercedes-Benz? The answer is Mercedes Jelinek, daughter of Emil Jelinek and the namesake of his line of cars at the auto manufacturer DMG. This company merged with the Benz company and became Mercedes-Benz. This story's trivia question is, what work does this quote about hatred of sin come from? That question again, what work does this quote about hatred of sin come from? If you think you know the answer, email us or contact us on social media and let us know. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story at thunderrock.org, where you can read a life of Venerable Matt Talbot. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our social links and our email if you have any feedback or story ideas. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.